You're listening to Two Oceans Vibe Radio. This is Nadia Hearn with On the Flip Side, your number one PR and marketing talk show, also aimed at the small business owner in South Africa. I hope you guys are all keeping warm and positive as um, we're soon seeing a lesser lockdown on the way. And I think it's really welcoming to um, perhaps feel in some ways a little bit more freedom um, to move around and to see our loved ones. I'm personally quite excited about the fact that the gyms are reopening and just having some options in terms of where to um, change my scenery and where to go and exercise. So today we welcome a really uh, special lady. Um, she is from the VNA Waterfront and um, works as the marketing executive. And she is Taniko Magese. I hope I didn't mess that up. <laughs> Should I help you out there, Nadia? Yes. It's all good. It's Taniko Magese. There we go. I warned you about the pronunciation. You did. Even though we practiced it, there we go. But yes, yeah, so tell us a little bit, um, just for the listeners to get to know more about you. Um, as the marketing executive at the Waterfront, tell us a little bit more about your day today. And um, today we specifically, guys, going to talk about Makers Landing, which is a new initiative um, opportunity for small businesses in the food industry that is going to be based at the Waterfront and it will be located at Cape Town Cruise Terminal. So, but before we, we kick off with that, uh, perhaps you can tell us first a little bit more about yourself and your involvement. Sure, uh, with pleasure, yeah. So, um, as you mentioned, my name is Diniko Magheza. I am the marketing executive for the VNA and have been in this particular role for uh, a little over two years. So, I joined in July 2018. And my background is, is in like fast moving consumer goods marketing, very brand based marketing, um, uh, financial services. Um, and I am a Joburg girl. So I did relocate <laughs> to Cape Town for the role, for the role. Yeah. A very special role that I, I, I feel quite um, privileged and honored to do because um, I have. I am the custodian of the brand that is the V&A, of which many people have a very emotional um, link and attachment to. And I mean, you ask about my day to day. Where do I start? I think the biggest misconception is that um, my role is primarily marketing the the, the mall. And what people don't know is that the VNA is so, so, so much more than the mall, although the mall is, a, is an essential part of what we offer. But actually, my, my job is to market a neighborhood. And um, what that means, <laughs> depending on what neighborhood you come from, but it's to market a specific kind of neighborhood, one that is uh, inclusive, one that's really authentic, um, a neighborhood where uh, people can realize their dreams, it facilitates and enables you to see opportunities um, and a neighborhood that can withstand the storm of which we got, we're experiencing right now, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, so when I look at my role, I, I, I see it from, from that perspective. And 
I mean, the second thing is people think if you're in marketing, you're just there to sell and it's gimmicks and it's, it's lacks depth. But um, I see my role as being one of a connector and, um, and finding, creating platforms for people to, to, you know, find their passion and make it a reality. So I, I'm very, I'm very passionate about this job. <laughs> I really am. I can absolutely hear that. And I think that is beautiful. I think that um, there's such a sense of um, purpose in what it is that you do and that you're okay. actually, you know, I love speaking to people that are also passionate about their job and what they do and understand the importance of it and how it um, enables other people and connect other people. And I think that you're definitely in the middle of um, such a beautiful role to, that you play at the VNA Waterfront. And you're absolutely right. I think that the VNA Waterfront has just so many components that are often forgotten. I'd love to continue our chats um, furthermore about um, this beautiful opportunity that um, you guys have put together to um, support small business development, specifically in the local food industry, um, to kind mm -hmm. of enable and act as an incubator um, where um, these small businesses can come um, to a, a market type set up and access um, the public and also um, perhaps, and I mean, I'm not um, the, the, the actual person that's gonna tell you all about it, um, but um, perhaps taste their products and really um, have an, a platform to actually utilize to launch um, what they've created and what they would like to take to market and bring to the community in Cape Town. So um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about the Makers Landing, how it came about and um, mm -hmm. what made you guys decide specifically to focus on the small business industry? Yeah, I feel like you've stolen my thunder, but then I because you've just <laughs> no, you've you've no, honestly, you've articulated it so so beautifully. Um, I think um, you know when people think about food and they talk about a new food and they think about a new food offering, um, the perception is to default to oh, okay, so it's a it's a food market, and I love the fact that you led with. Um, with, uh, with the incubator part of, of Maker's Landing. So Maker's Landing is what we call a V&A food community. And it's primarily um, uh, positioned to food entrepreneurs, um, especially people who are aspiring and in that entry level category of, of trying to get into the food industry. What we know is that there are often um, almost what feels like insurmountable barriers um, to entering the food business and whether it is, is producing a product and scaling it up to sell to retailers or it's to start your, your restaurant. Just the, just the different dynamics and, and um, factors that are often preventative of, of people getting into the industry are enough to crush people's dreams. So yeah. Maker's Landing was conceptualized as, 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 a, as a way, as one of the many ways, and I, I know there's, there's many different people in the space and are trying to address this burning platform, but it's one of the ways of, of addressing those particular barriers to entry. 
So a part of it is a, a, a market. A part of it is um, food eateries, as well as um, different sized restaurants, pop-up market stalls. But the real, real crux of it is this food accelerator program targeted at aspiring uh, emerging food on, uh, people wanting to get into the food space, as well as a, a large scale kitchen production facility to enable scaling of products. So, I mean, if I had to sum it up into four things, it is a space for learning through a, um, and this accelerator uh, program uh, where we're partnering with uh, Stellenbosch University's food science department and, and launch labs. Um, Another part of it is the sharing aspect, which is through skills transfer and skills sharing between a young up-and-coming or aspiring food entrepreneurs and more established, um, more established food makers who are who have similar values to what we're trying to achieve. Then there's a component of innovation and growth, because it's in Makers Landing that that idea that you've been toying with. Um, that you've been perhaps, um, you know, making in your apartment or in your home and you really want to like now, you know, really properly test it and put it through its paces and scale it up. That all happens within this, this shared kitchen facility where you can innovate and, and ideally outgrow the space until you can test it with a real market in Maker's Landing um, leveraging the food market uh, pop-up stalls, for example, or supplying to some of our restaurants. So it's like this graduated journey. Um, and the ultimate vision is for people, to, for people who have a dream to see that dream actually coming into fruition all at Maker's Landing. Yeah. Um, getting really goosebumps just listening to you <laughs> talking about it and it resonates definitely with me and so many of the things that um, we are talking about and creating and in, in hope of supporting um, I think also job creation at this stage of the game where we at um, in our current economy with a lot of job losses and but perhaps also offering an opportunity for those that um, have now an opportunity to actually maybe execute one of those beautiful ideas that they've parked for a while. And in a way, <laughs> the universe is giving them this opportunity and now this beautiful platform. Can you tell us a little bit more about um, perhaps when it will happen, the format and how small businesses um, can get involved or people with ideas and what the process would be? Cool. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I love how you've described it as potentially a place of hope. Um, and I'd go as far as to say it's a place of inspiration. And I think um, there's, there's a, a real need for that. Um, it, was, it is a project that has been um, two to three years in the making. Um, and then, of course, you know, lockdown happened, COVID happened, and the construction and development of it was put on pause. But I think in the spirit of, of, of injecting the world with hope and inspiration to, to, to be a symbol of how we can, we can switch the economy back on and offer entre entrepreneurs a new platform um, 
to 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 you know to get their businesses going and their business ideas um, seeing at the light of day. We decided to continue with the project um, once the restrictions lifted because if anything, something of this nature is needed now more than ever. Mm-hmm. So I'm so I'm excited that I can you know when you know when when things are in project phase and then you're asked to give a date and they're like oh we'll let you know well I'm excited that I can actually officially say that um, we are launching in December 2020 so we are literally at, at crunch time at this stage um, in time for a season um, I think it's important to also say that th- this is this is intended to be a space to that showcases and celebrates. South Africa. It is for locals, by locals. The food is, a, uh, the, the, the type of food offered within the space is, is, is supposed to be food that's authentic, non-pretentious, and have that real local South African flavor. It's food for locals in the sense that if, if someone decides to come, um, on a, I encourage you to come on a market day, there's food for everybody at, and priced at a range that makes it accessible. Mm. It's not supposed to be pretentious. It's not supposed to be um, uh, this, this overly polished, you know, kind of um, uh, contrived space. It's supposed to be a hardworking space where people are innovating, where people are literally producing food. So we'll have a butcher, uh, a baker, <laughs> I want to say a candlestick maker, but there's no candlestick maker, a distillery, um, you know, uh, we'll, we'll have a shisanyama, um, someone, you know, it's, it's the space where you have access to real authentic local food. You have the opportunity to see it being made right in front of your eyes. And you know that it, you, you know, you know that by, by coming there, you're supporting the, the circular economy that's happening in that space. Um, so when I, re- when I say it's for locals and by locals, it's, I, I, I really mean it because, um, you know, it's, it's not intended to be something that um, has only an international appeal. It'll obviously be world-class in how it's constructed and how it's positioned. But it's supposed, it's, it's supposed to be, it will be a place for, for locals to be really proud of and to frequent and to know that it's, it's for them um, in terms of price points and offerings and the overall space. Yeah. Beautiful. Would you like to share the contact details for those that would like to get in touch and get involved and perhaps make use of this beautiful opportunity? Um, so I would like to direct everybody to our website, um, www.waterfront.coza. You'll see on our landing page, there is a maker's landing section and you can click on there to read more uh, in case you have any questions. The call for tenants, so tenants for some of our restaurants, our pop-up markets, the pop-up eateries, eateries that's already live. So if you would like to be considered uh, as a tenant, um, that's where you can find the application form. Uh, in the spirit of ensuring that you know the authenticity is 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 a, a part of of this journey, and in ensuring that we've got the right thought leaders in the food space, we do have a panel of um, of very well known, well respected, a very diverse panel of people who understand this industry and the pain points and share 
and the values of the space, then they will be evaluating tenants based on uh, the tenants' uh, diversity and um, uh, transformation mandate, the sustainability of their business, the commerciality, and obviously an element of credibility. So um, from a tenancy perspective, you are more than welcome to apply online, and I really encourage people to do so. Um, if you would like to be part of the Food Accelerator Incubator Program, we are still crafting the curriculum around that because we want to ensure that it is something that within six months, the, um, the, this cohort of, of, of aspiring food makers walks away feeling adequately enabled to now start testing in the food production space within Makers Landing. And so the application around that has yet to be released. So waterfront.coza is where you can find more info around the tenant application. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time. I'd love to chat a little bit more, but we'll have to wrap up. I hope you're going to have a beautiful week further. And um, hopefully we'll be chatting soon, closer to December, and that you have a beautiful uptake. I look forward to it. And thank you for, uh, yeah, thanks for inviting me to on the flip side. It's been great chatting to you. Such a pleasure. Yeah, we'll chat soon. Enjoy your day. You too, Keep Nadia. Take care. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs>